Welcome one and all once again to the Movie Guys, specifically what we call the TMG interview. It's a lot like TMZ, except not as annoying, but we just wanted to do the TM something that seemed like a popular thing. So I know the TMG interview is the the Movie Guys interview, but just hey, go with me. We've got a couple of guests here in studio, which is when I like to jump on here and record some things. As you may know, the movie Showcast is come and gone, but please check out iTunes, YouTube, uh, and everywhere else, Podbean, where we have old episodes of the show, and get the full comedy show experience with guests and all that. For the TMG interview, we've whittled it down to just the guests, and this is a week of a big film festival in the Los Angeles area. Uh, is there a week where there is not a big film fest in the Los Angeles area? <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of that and more things uh, with the heads of the SoCal Clips Indie Film Festival, Andrew Bourgeois and Leah Shaw. Hey, everybody. I'm Woo! applauding because it's just me. Hey! There's no audience, but Hello. I'm excited. Thanks for having us. Good to have you both here. So uh, I had brought this up earlier. We are in the throes of the final week before the film, the fil- between, before the film fest. So what if you tell us when the fest is and where to go and how to get tickets? And the other one, tell me what you're doing. Uh, here at the last few minutes, so however you care to take it. Let me see also, this will be fun, how you divide uh, duties. <laughs> Go ahead. And not unlike we do it when we do the festival. Um, basically, the film festival starts, it'll be August 12th, and it'll be all day long at Rally Studios, um, starting at noon at 12 p.m., all the way up to the last screening at 8 p.m. So, yep, that's it. And Oh, I forgot, I felt it was like it was two days, because... Mm-hmm. Full disclosure, myself mm-hmm. and some friends have a film this year in the fest. And uh, there's a Friday night event, too, so I'm thinking it's a two-day thing, oh, but yes, that's just yes. for us. No, you're absolutely that's right. That's just for the filmmakers, right? Exactly, yeah. Oh, great, yeah. See, so Friday night's just for the filmmakers to get to meet and know each other and collaborate. So And Saturday all day at Raleigh. Now, those are, those are nice digs. Yeah, Raleigh's studio, really you know, nice. You're, you're more not just going to somebody's mm-hmm. you know, gym and throwing up an inflatable <laughs> screen. This, the Raleigh Studios are the real deal. And plus, if you want to like go on a studio lot, right? Feel exactly. like a hot shot exactly, and check out where yeah. things are being made. They're currently shooting. Are they shooting Star Trek? Ex- um, they're always they? shooting. They're shooting something. I know they shoot Grey's Anatomy there. They're shooting Castle there. Um, when you get to the lot, you can see the n- names of what's shooting there um, on parking spaces reserved. So if you want to know what's check shooting there, yeah. come down to <laughs> Raleigh. And surprise, surprise, you will find out. Yep. And it's and nice digs, and they're making it nicer as well. So they're uh, updoing the Chaplin Theater as well. Usually oh, we nice. have our, um, opening, our opening night screening in that one, the bigger one. But this year we can't because <laughs> they're making they're, it even nicer. Doing, yeah. So, so you're over in Pickford, right? Yeah. Correct. Yes. Correct. All named after legendary. How can you oh, go yeah. wrong? Go into a theater on a lot named after Pickford and Chaplin <laughs> and what, Fairbanks? Is that the other one? Yes. Correct. So it's all the legends. So, uh, Leah, what are you doing in this last week to make sure that everything goes smoothly? Dotting my I's and crossing my T's. Um, this last week, it's just making sure we have all our lists and double checking everything. So and promoting. Are all the volunteers in place? I had to make sure they got to be by now. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So just confirming all of our volunteers, um, double checking our staff, making sure we have everyone's names down on the list, um, press, photography. Mm-hmm. Double checking the double filming check, blocks. Yeah, double checking equipment. Um, yeah. It's reflecting pretty, on. It's just confirmation. Yeah, reflecting on the you know, 40 weeks ago when you were doing nothing. Exactly. And relaxing and staring waiting at for my submissions watch. to come in, staring at the watch. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so then, all right. So go through the timeline of this. When did. Uh, well, actually, yeah, I'm going to go way back. We had a. Uh, I run the movieguys.net, as you probably know if you're mm-hmm. listening to this. And the movieguys.net had a running 
article series, I believe for 40 weeks, uh, by Justin Bowler, who was one of my cohorts on the film that made it into your festival. And he, before we submitted this film to any festivals, wanted to reach out to fests and find out who, what kind of level of film festival friendliness the festival had. Now, it, we would write about this, the fest's friendliness, regardless of whether we got in or not. And, you know, also in full disclosure, we didn't get into like 30 festivals. So this is legit. <laughs> you know, we're not just messing around. And we certainly didn't use it as any kind of springboard to get into a festival. But I think it's important for people to know, and Justin did as well, which is why he wrote this article series. And you guys can chime in on this as well. You want to know when you submit that your film's getting a fair shake. You worked who knows how long. I mean, I've been writing a feature film for eight years. By the time it gets made, I want to know that the guy's not just sitting there watching the first 10 minutes and flipping over to mm -hmm. the latest Transformers movie you know, on cable. I want, you know, we want to know your film gets a fair shake. So we want to find out if the film got a fair shake, what kind of parameters the festival worked under because our film is a genre piece. There's nudity. Mm -hmm. It's a horror film. It's 17 minutes. Is it too long? Is it too short? Find out all these things before you go spend in yet another... I mean, the shorts, I mean, I'm sure we've quadrupled the budget. Uh, you know, we spent four times the money submitting to Fest than we did exactly. making the film. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure you have a fair shake. The SoCal Clips <laughs> Indie Film Festival passed the test. Uh, no, we, it, it, it was not so much a test as, can we get a good response? And we did from Leah, who was sitting right here, letting us know and feeling, making us feel safe to go ahead and submit. And this is mm -hmm. one of the ones we were lucky to get into. We did get into about 13 or so Fests, and then again, about 30 <laughs> said, no thanks. But... Um, so what is your protocol then? How does it all start? Who gets in place to monitor the films, the submissions, and preview them and review them and all that? Mm -hmm. but how, how, I mean, how long ago does it start, too? Um, we're actually open for submissions for our 2018 season now. I believe and that. And so we yeah. opened for submissions last year at the same exact time, and, the, and we also had our film festival at the same time. So we started accepting submissions two weeks before our festival opened last year. So um, August 1st last year, we, we opened for submissions for the next season. And then we have a committee that watches and scores all the films. And then that's how they get decided based on their scores. And who is that committee? Um, mm -hmm. It's a committee of our judges that Are these you can go the online. same people that will come and judge at the fest? Or I, mm -hmm. I'm assuming there'll be awards at the fest? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Are they the same people or do you just got to mix it up and mix and match we, as you go? We have, a, we have a few different people. So um, the Juries are different from the necess from aren't necessarily the same people that are on the selection committee, but some of them are. Okay, correct. So some people have seen it all the way through. Yeah, right. oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then, uh, so then, when does the? I mean, do you have next week's location locked in? I'm just curious about the, the mechanics of how a film fest gets put together. And do you have the dates locked in already? Correct. Do you have to do it that far in advance because oh, yeah. studios studios go into Raleigh. And preview mm -hmm. and do QC stuff and show dailies and all that. Correct. So it's a highly used facility. So you do have to have everything set up when you open for submissions and prepped um, pretty much a year in advance. I believe it. Yeah. So you have to have that stuff locked in. And then other stuff gets locked in as you go along. But you have it planned. And, and you have a system of how you're going to do it. The food you're going to give the filmmakers Friday night, when is that determined? What is it going to be? No, that's just for me. Sorry. Uh, all right. Well, let's go to exactly what Leah wrote because, again, Justin wrote uh, three big points to all of, the, all of the film festivals asking basically what – and Leah's eyeballing what I have written here. But believe me, it's all, it's all good stuff. It's already in print on our site, and it's, uh, you know, it shows – this is a good example of how to communicate with filmmakers because you get nervous. You get worried about – 
you know, taking your baby and putting it out there mm-hmm. and then spending up to $100. Uh, but I think your, your submission fees are at 45 at the most, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the late, late deadline. Our early bird deadline, which is right now you can submit, um, <laughs> is $25. That's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like yeah. a student fee. Is that feature? No, that's no. just for shorts. Yeah. That's we, for shorts. It's just it's all shorts. Your whole, your whole thing is okay. I know we yeah, were in a correct. short block. I didn't look mm-hmm. at the other blocks. So yeah, you know, <laughs> apologies to the other <laughs> festival. I looked at where we were and what was they surrounding us. That's it. We're at four o'clock on Saturday. <laughs> Uh, so, but but anyway, concerning our short, uh, Leah wrote back that you're all mm-hmm. about diversity. Uh, most of the films have adult content. We offer a teen filmmaker category and screen them separately during the day unless they contain adult content, which quite a few do. Yeah, <laughs> which I believe. <laughs> and so, is that the same this year? Yeah, all the films are adult friendly, really. So they're just scattered. Yeah, they're all kind of mixed and matched. They're yeah. mature. Yeah. Come for a day of mature films <laughs> at uh, Raleigh Studios. Hey, that's not a bad thing Correct. to say. There aren't a lot of those. Um, and, well, already, I think the, the, the Friday night feast, jam, hangout session, mm-hmm. networking thing, now there's going to be press there, right? Yes, So filmmakers press. get to talk, talk up their movies. There'll be press, Who photography. Love that? Red carpets, the step and repeat, the whole, the whole shebang. And it's, it's a VIP reception only, so um, it's strictly for filmmakers, people with VIP passes that are on our list will be in attendance. Nice. Cool. It's, that's a huge perk because you want to feel like a big shot when you submit mm-hmm. your film to a festival, especially at Raleigh Studios. Yeah, and we've had a lot of conversations <laughs> about uh, about that too, trying to really give the filmmakers as much as we can when um, they submit to our festivals because you know we do know how it is. We're both filmmakers as well, which is why we keep the budget. You know, the budget's low, the budget cap, and um, and the submission fee is low. I wanted to get to that next about how where you guys came from. One last mm-hmm. question about the fest itself. Are there Q&As? Do the filmmakers get up, get to get up and talk in front of the people who just saw the film? Absolutely. Oh, cool. No. <laughs> just kidding. If Leah has her way. <laughs> Leah's, Leah's uh, got, a, got a child on the way. So. Mm-hmm. Yep, just announced it. <laughs> so she's like, no Q&A. <laughs> I got to go take a nap. Right. No. Uh, did I just announce it now? On no. the air? Oh, okay. No, 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 I didn't no, know if I was known. spoiling a thing. If you see her, you know what's going on. But um, all right, so let's talk about you guys. So you were filmmakers originally, and then you just branched off and said, "I want to start my own." Did you work in fests before this one? Um, I didn't actually. SoCal is kind of Leah's uh, other baby, if you will. Yes, I birthed it um, <laughs> about five years ago. Um, yeah, so I was I had a short film that was made on a micro budget, and but it was valued at probably $100,000 worth of equipment and um, like union professionals working on this film and I did tons of film festivals with it and I just saw how our film I think was made on a budget of 2500 and we were there were other short films with budgets of like $50,000 that would win of course the festivals we were at and I just had an idea to start a festival for films with low budgets to even the playing field and um, showcase like really talented, creative, innovative ideas that you can come up with when you don't have any money and how you, when you have to come up with other ways to shoot, you know what I mean? And figure it out. And I think that it can make for a much more interesting film. 
because you don't have, just have the money to buy whatever you need, so you have to be more creative with your shots. Absolutely. I say that with features, too. If you right. have restrictions, you will get more creative. Mm -hmm. the, you know, as soon as they give the guy who's come up in the indie films the big budget, it's over. <laughs> He's like, it's a, he gets out of hand. The, the whole, all the containment he had to have to be creative to work within, it's gone. Yeah, and he just goes nuts. I didn't know that. That's the theme to the SoCal Clips Indie Film Fest. I didn't even know Correct. that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. <laughs> well, I'm proud to be a part of that, you know? Because uh, the first film I took to a festival was a documentary. I borrowed a friend's camera, and I had the editing equipment. So I just went around and interviewed people and filmed B-roll and put it together in nine-minute short. And so I got up in front of everyone for the Q&A, and they were going down the budgets. I'm like... I think I s and this was the <laughs> days of like the Canon XL1, is that what it was called, with with the mini DV tapes. So I literally yeah, said, I have one of those I think, still. <laughs> I think I spent eight bucks on tapes. That's my budget. Sorry. I mean, yeah. and I submitted it was thirty five <laughs> bucks to get into the LA Shorts Film Fest, but uh, yeah, but I, that was it. So I know micro budgets. Um, but let's. Uh, so then you guys start this up, and um, the uh, the the rates were based on your own history. You didn't want to blow anybody out with $100 rates or anything like that. That's a lot for a short anyway. They don't think it yeah. up to 100 But then again, check our article series on the movie. I think <laughs> Justin <laughs> encountered it, so we wanted to make sure. No, we would, I mean, I would submit to film festivals with a short that was that were $80 to submit. I mean, a lot. We had, uh, have you, we always reference in that article series as well, the film Official Rejection. You ever see Official Rejection by Paul Osborne? Mm -mm. He went on to make a film called Favor, and he's working on another movie now. Uh, it was a documentary about film festivals and how you can get the raw deal from them you know so the, you know, if you don't know about it then you escape their camera <laughs> so some people don't look great but others look amazing you know phoenix film fest comes out looking great if there's one in chicago called the chicago underground or something like mm -hmm. that where just the, the screening went under and there's no one in the lobby to deal with them and he brought flew people in they flew himself in and it was just a huge mess you That's know, like so the nightmares. It, yeah, I have. The nightmare this is that movie full of nightmares. You know, and he got guys like Chris Gore and Kevin Smith and others to, to Lloyd Kaufman to talk about everything. Um, it's like but a spinal tap of film festivals. I recommend it for everybody. <laughs> you, you should check it out because uh, it's, yeah, it's a it's a doc that is uh, sad but true in some cases, but in other cases celebratory. Like I said, Phoenix Film Fest is a great one. We went there as the movie guys uh, a few years back. And hosted a bunch of screenings and Q and A's and that kind of thing. So that that's a that's a good fest. Um, but now, how does workflow uh, work with without a box and film freeway? Are you on both of those? Correct. Sites? Yeah, we work on um, we work both of them. And really, I mean, Leah deals with the websites more than I do. I come in more the um, the downloads, making sure you know all the films are kind of up to snuff, have good audio, things like that. So the work flow on the websites as far as um we prefer film freeway right we know. prefer film freeway yeah. they're friendlier towards film festivals and to filmmakers um without a box is the big corporate guy film freeway came in with low with um much more affordable prices for both filmmakers and for film festivals and then because they were um without a box actually had to lower its prices to compete with Film Freeway, and now Film Freeway continues to come up with more interesting things that are more helpful and more user-friendly to film festivals and to filmmakers. So they're creating a lot of competition with for Without a Box, which didn't have any before. So they had the whole market. They charged whatever they wanted. And um, I would recommend go to Film Freeway over Without a Box. <laughs> well, it okay. didn't used to be that way, right? Who bought Without a Box? Was it Amazon? IMDb. IMDb? Yeah. 
Right. Does Amazon own IMDb too? I don't know. Uh, check your check Pull your out mortgage. Your smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> check. Yeah. See, see, was Disney probably owns everything. Who am I kidding? Um, <laughs> but it sounds like Lyft and Uber. Lyft and Uber was like that too. Lyft came along; they were mm-hmm. cheap. Uber came along, undercut all their prices. Lyft had to bring the prices down. Now all the drivers make less. Yay! <laughs> but I guess we win, right? As 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 riders. But um, so, what do you do? You have any uh, history or interaction with the crowdfunding services that are out there? I know one, the new one, like the Kickstarter, of course, and Indiegogo are out there. But the new one, Seed and Spark, seems to have a lot of relationships with film festivals, filmmakers, and other film entities. Like, you know, you can crowdfund with them and perhaps earn equipment. And they have all kinds of crazy little incentives. Do you ever deal with them at all? I haven't worked with Seed and mm-hmm. Spark. I mean, yeah. I know other people that have. Because I'm wondering if they have a big enough name to attract Joe Lawyer, who wants to cut a check. But it's like, I've heard of Kickstarter. Because... My friend, you know, made, right, a, yeah. made an invention on it or whatever. But I don't know this Seed and Spark. I didn't know if they were gaining ground or if one was still bigger than the other. Yeah, we haven't really used any um, of the... I, I, I haven't crowdfunded. Kickstarter or any of that crowdfunding for, for SoCal, yeah. For but films, for though. Mm-hmm. Now, when you made films, did you crowdfund? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How'd it go? I'm Pretty good. Seems like a lot of work. <laughs> it's like a everyone's got to get babied, and you got to send yeah, off your little prize or whatever. Exactly. You <laughs> have to make sure again, there's content there. Yeah, for they spe- them. You gave you five hundred bucks. You want to do it, but then you were just like, I'm trying to just at the same time make the movie. You know? <laughs> Maybe you need a team. Do you, do you make a team handle all that stuff? Or I, when I did mine, I always did it on my own. But uh, people would do other things. But I was always the crowdfunder guru. Did you ever st- have any uh, film festival nightmares of your own that you don't have to name names, but that then you made, made, I'm going to avoid this when I run my own, you know, when I submitted a film, did anything go south? Um, I wouldn't say I had any really bad experiences, just experiences where, well, hmm. <laughs> you know, that's, we, if they're ever going to answer a question that I, you know, yeah. That no, I have no answer to your question. We've That'd been to be a, the one. There was been to some one, there was one film festival <laughs> that I don't even know if they ever screened anything because they sent, I remember we got this really elaborate email from them about their festival that was going to be in a few months and then we couldn't find any screening happening. <laughs> Or anything they and they were supposed to have screenings somewhere and they're supposed to have receptions like we're having somewhere, but then we couldn't figure out where they were. They never sent us invitations or locations to anything, and we got laurels, but we don't know if anything ever screened. So that could be a bad experience. I'm like remembering now. What if a film festival happened and no one was there to see it? Does it exist? It does. Does it exactly actually exist? That's a good question. That's weird. I mean, that's weird. Yeah. So that happened. But screw it. You put a, the laurel on your poster anyway, right? But on you we go. were selected. <laughs> <laughs> we won? We yeah. were nominated Proof for something. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Did you, what's the, now do you watch every film as the heads of the fest? Oh, yeah. That comes, this by the time you, the whole lineup's done, you've seen them all. Yes. All right. We that, watch them a, a couple times, actually, so... And that's kind of cool for shorts. You can breeze through them. You don't have to. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're putting in a week just yeah, to watch all the selections. You know, your attention span's always right there. But that's good. When you so. see the filmmakers and they tell you what they saw, you're going to be a friendly face. Mm-hmm. You're going right. to go, who are you? What? <laughs> Talk to my you know, intern over here. That's cool. What's the best film you've ever seen at SoCal Clips? Any film fest? 
Mm. Not including this year's. <laughs> uh, my personal favorite from 20, 2015 or 2016 was uh, Super Larry. It was really good. It was super about Larry. this homeless, this crazy homeless guy who thought he was a superhero. And uh, uh, the film kind of jumped from his point of view where everything was really vibrant color-wise and he was you know, kicking people's butts and all this stuff to what was actually going on. He was just kind of rolling around in a ditch or something. Oh, it, it was, was really poor good. Larry. It was amazing. Yeah, that one won audience choice. Like everybody yeah. loved it. I just saw one of Dances with Films called Super Mom, and it was very similar. There were like this girl thought her mom was a superhero, and then you hear about <laughs> all this amazing stuff she does out in the city. And I don't know why I started this story because I can't tell you the ending because it's amazing. That <laughs> they find yeah because it's total cheese ball co- comic book stuff. I'm like yeah yeah yeah. Then at the end they boom the right cross and you're like. Well done, movie. <laughs> well done. So, yeah, that's that's cool. How about you? Um, we have, I have like a list of favorites, honestly. Well, the, I, I'm on this short film, Jag, because I have this thing going on at themovieguys.net called Today I Watched, and I'm watching a movie every day, and I go and I write about it. And so it started, I'm watching a movie every day. Then it, then it start, became, I'm going to watch either a short or a feature every day. <laughs> then it became, right. all right, I'm going to average a movie a day. So if I watch a double feature, the next day I don't watch a movie. I still watch too much. You know, so like, it became a thing. But I'm seven a week. But I, I watch seven movies a week. So I'm watching, I'm, I'm, I'm watching many shorts. And uh, just so you know, if you go on YouTube and start watching shorts, a lot of crap going on out there. You know? <laughs> it's not a festival. It's YouTube. That's not a festival. No screening, no filter to get to you. Just, I made this, and then they put it up. So just, No password protected? Yeah, just yeah. know you can get that. To it. Just know that you can, yeah, just know that. But I will look up Super Larry. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I'm watching a lot of shorts, so I'm always curious what's Zombie out there that I need to go and see now. Zom- we, we, for our fifth year, we're like, we need to put like our best of our favorites up. Because yeah. we have a list. Like We have our favorites. But we'll send you... I'll send you some. Oh. Zombie Love was really good <laughs> last year. Mm-hmm. That one was... It's a, the zombie musical. Yeah, was it was, the whole thing was a musical. Oh, really? It was wonderful. Oh, yeah. my cool. God. That was so funny. And so, like, just kooky and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, really, I go really to a, well sometimes I go to a festival, though, and I'll be honest with you. I sit there and I go, God, what'd they reject? No, we know exactly how you feel. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, I and mean, most of the time, it's horror. I'm not going to lie. I go to horror, and it's like, because <laughs> people think horror, oh, we got all free reign to get weird, and it gets so damn weird, or mm-hmm. they've doubled down on gross, so they left nothing for cleverness or story, that uh, it's just sometimes hard to sit through them. <laughs> not that I'm naming names, Trauma Dance, but, uh, <laughs> no, I love Trauma Dance. But, um, yeah, it is rough to sometimes at some of these festivals, and I really wonder what the screening process was. So... But yeah, but you I mean you have to lay the hammer down on quality, right? It's got to be right the thing in the, in the yeah. long run. Yeah, if if there's if it's not quality, then you can't. Then that's mm-hmm. there's you can't screen it. And it has all the right parts of quality as well, because your movie can look great, but the audio might be off. So that, and that's the worst, right? Know. When it's the audio, you can forgive somehow exactly, something looks yeah. the audio you're out immediately it's like i'm out mm-hmm. of this movie with the bad audio but you didn't get a mic you put a one mic over all the actors heads and, <laughs> yeah. and it didn't cut the people on the opposite side oh they're killing me and, it, and i'm not saying those movies are all over youtube but that's what i'm saying <laughs> it's actually heartbreaking when you see a fantastic amazing film it's just got all the components and then something is just off that ruins it like that you can't hear or it's shaky i mean if you don't have the components of qu- a quality, you know, which audio, mm-hmm. camera, um, then 
it ruins everything else. So what? Why did you even make this? Like, like, put the time in to get it all right. Yeah. And spend you, the eight bucks like I did in my first move. <laughs> right. <laughs> to ensure that your quality will be high. Right. Otherwise, uh, it, it's pointless. I'm gonna plug my film, but plug some of the films yeah. that we will see that aren't mine at at the fest. What what are we gonna look forward to when we go to SoCal Indie Clips or Clips Indie Film um, Fest this weekend? One film by a filmmaker who's been with us since 2014, The Best Words. Oh, and she was in Dances mm-hmm. with Films. I was going to say yeah, her she film was. was in that. Yeah, the, best wo- best, the film Best Words was also in Dances with Films Festival. That you but, uh, What's that one about? The Best Words, it's... It's an it's experimental about yeah. <laughs> Trump. Oh. It's an experimental... Who himself is an experimental yes, it, project. Exactly. So America's it's, it's actually experiment. Yeah, it's not going well. <laughs> yeah, about about it's it's a political experimental film, but it's made by Tara Nicole, Nicole Azarian, Azar- yeah. Azarian, who <laughs> was a teen filmmaker until this year. So this is her first year as an adult filmmaker. Well, in our she film. stepped but right up to the content, I guess. <laughs> adult film. I'm gonna <laughs> more, I'm gonna pick up make up for all the adult I haven't been in this one movie. <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting because some of these you know some of these filmmakers we see we've seen for four years. We like with Tara. Oh, that's cool. Well, we've, we watched her grow up. Yeah, I feel almost it's. And you see the maturity level grow Here's in the Tara's, films. Tara submitted well. again. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, Tara <laughs> yeah, submitted exactly. another movie. Let's see, uh, another Hello Kitty thing. Oh my God, <laughs> it's a Trump movie. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, what else? What else can we look forward to? I'm like, I'm like not wanting to just say a few films and leave out the rest. Oh, that's of true. You're yeah. right. You're, yes. you're, playing, you're playing the right I'm card like a there. mama here. I want to keep it all fair for everyone. Right. Uh, we're screening at four o'clock. It's a film I yes. shot and uh, co-wrote called Oh the Effing Horror, and it's a uh, about a couple in the woods. Guy starts telling a scary story, no doubt to flirt with the girl. Uh, and then we just have fun with horror movie cliches from them out, then on out. Ghosts show up and dialogue <laughs> gets wonky and it's fun. And mm-hmm. there's boobies. <laughs> we big. got the bees. We got all the bees going. Really big boobies. <laughs> boobies and blood on display. We are there. We bring it. <laughs> you seem more excited about that than us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is there, are there a lot? Let's say over the course of the day, how many boobs are we looking at at the SoCal Clips uh, Indie Film Fest? <laughs> <laughs> I think Oh, the effing horror might be the really? only pair. Yeah. We're it? We brought it? Oh, you brought cool. it. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a lot of nudity this year. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's always one or two films that have some nudity in them, but yeah. I don't think there's you, any. You guys are the vagina. stars of the nudity genre this year. All right. Well, hey, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll own that, I guess. <laughs> Why not? Uh, let me ask you a question we ask everyone who comes on this show. What is your favorite movie of all time? Uh, my favorite movie of all time, I'd have to say, is Casino. Casino? Not mm-hmm. Goodfellas. Not Casino. Goodfellas. Casino. Really? Yeah. What makes you go Casino over Goodfellas? I think the cinematography is it Rickles? Casino. It's Rickles, isn't it? Oh, I love Don Rickles. <laughs> He's so good. And, I mean, all of uh, Scorsese's films are so character-driven, um, but this one's just so good. I'm the cinematography, like I said, the shot with his, you know, the car speeding by and his glasses and the wind, it's the you whole thing. thrown is, from the window. And yeah, the whole, yeah. the whole movie's just got me like this the whole time. I mean, that movie's just ugly, though. God, the end of that, some of, another, the, some of the finales like it, for yeah. some of those characters are unpleasant. The cornfield scene. With, uh, oh, not good, man. Not no. good. Not, or the vice, it's all bad, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, hey, do you agree with that idea that if it ain't broke, right, I mean... Well, I'm Scorsese. I got De Niro and Pesci here. Let's do it again, right? And it was great again. Yeah. I saw The Quick and the Dead the other day in my movie uh, day uh, jag, and I'd never seen it. <laughs> the Quick and the Dead? 
Do you know the movie I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Sam Raimi? Well, you're laughing. What? Jag? No, I'm just laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at me? What? I'm, I'm watching a movie. Is it, should I not watch a movie? No, no. Should I get out and have a life? No, no. <laughs> oh. I was laughing at your movie a day thing, though. Like, your sidebar comment. You know, my movie a day I thing. Watch, I, well, I'm, I'm, never, I, I'm not going to go into detail again. I mentioned it 10 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, but I watched, well, Sharon Stone's the lead in that film. Mm-hmm. And I'm not so thrilled with her. Casino, on the other hand, her high point. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think so. And I Except I, I do like her in Total Recall. Not going to lie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Casino. That's yeah. And there's something about the way Martin Scorsese works with the actors. It, it just all the characters always feel so authentic in yeah. almost all his movies. You know, so. Indeed. And points to you, uh, although my wife Karen is not here, but she would certainly give you high applause. I left the Ghostbusters poster up here from a previous interview we yes. had with Ray Parker Jr. right here in really? studio. Yeah, wow. We were sitting right there. Um, we left that up because that's your, <laughs> one of your also also one of your favorite movies. And that gets you points here in, in the Admirals Club anytime. So, uh, okay, how about you, Leah? Um, one of my favorites is Amelie. It's been one of my favorites since I was young. It's a good a one. A young girl. What's that guy's name? <laughs> Jean Pierre Genet. I, I, it's French. Yeah, I don't they're know. all but French. Delicatessen guy. That's what I call him. <laughs> it's easier to pronounce. Yeah, Amelie's good, and then it brought so us good. Audrey Tattoo, and then it seemed like right? she was going to take off, and now I don't see her anymore. What's up with that? I don't know. She did the Dan Brown, right? The Da Vinci. She mm-hmm. did the Coco uh, after Chanel movie. Seemed like yeah. that was maybe she's moving into like the highbrow award stuff. And then I don't see her anymore, which is a shame. Maybe right. she just needs a break. <laughs> yeah. Acting's interesting. Is it a, is it a lot? <laughs> Making Coco Chanel movie? Come on, Audrey. If you're taking a break, stop with the breaks. Well, if you do it the way Daniel Day-Lewis does. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, no wonder he takes three <laughs> yeah. years off. Man, he's all in, that guy. Mm-hmm. He's retiring, right? Why do you announce you're retiring? <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe you should, because I have this thing uh, that the actors are going out on the wrong movie. Can you tell me Gene Hackman's last movie? He's retired now. Do you know his last film? Welcome to Mooseport. <laughs> Gene... Come on, do come back and do one more movie so you don't go out on Welcome to Mooseport. Sean Connery, legend, right? Mm-hmm. Sean Connery, you know his last film? He's pretty much retired. Now, I think he came did a one voiceover for a British project. Other than that, his mm-hmm. last film, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> Sean, Sir <laughs> Sean, come on. One more, please. But he could. Like, as, as in, they don't have to be retired because they're actors. They could just be taking a break and then go, you know what? I was offered this, and I really want to do it. And I'll, and it could be a really interesting like indie film with a strong character that they are super driven to play. So we don't know. They're the going to be a, right? well. That's what I think is happening know, with I Nicholson. Love him. Nicholson, uh, yeah, Bill Murray's the greatest. Well, he'll he'll always I surprise know. you. You don't know yeah. what he's going to do next. FDR, yeah, like crazy. <laughs> Uh, but uh, who were we just mentioning? Oh, Nicholson. Uh, I mentioned him. He uh, <laughs> was more or less retired, right? And he went out on How Do You Know, that James L. Brooks nothing movie with Owen Wilson and Paul Rudd and Reese Witherspoon, and you don't remember it, and no one does because it's not good. And I'm like, Jack, you can't end there. And I think he's coming back to one more movie. Yeah. Before he just <laughs> permanently resides uh, courtside of the Laker games. Yeah. Was that? They're sent scripts all the time, and if they find yeah. something that's interesting to them, they could jump back in the game and... I love Hackman. I do miss him horribly. That guy could play anything. Anything. And Quick and the Dead. You know, I watch a movie every day. And I saw <laughs> Quick and the Dead the other day, and, and he's in that, and he's great. Yeah. You know? Making Sharon Stone look as good as she can outside a <laughs> casino. But, um, all right. Well, listen, let's get to uh, one last plug of everything. Uh, the SoCal Clips Indie Film Fest. This Saturday 
at Raleigh Studios. Your chance for a small fee. What is a ticket? It's $12 for general admission, which you want to go online and get because we're almost sold out of a few of the screenings right now. Like after this, I got to check. <laughs> I'll post this as that's soon as possible. Close, that's how close we are. Yeah. Um, so go to our website, www.socalciff.com, and you can purchase tickets before they're sold out because they literally could be sold out. As soon as, as, soon as I'm this. done here. Oh, well. And if well, you're a filmmaker and you like what you see, uh, submit. Yeah, I was going to say, or even if you can't make it, because it might be sold out, mm-hmm. now's the time. We have opened up submissions for next year's uh, craziness. Yeah. And uh, you've got your team assembled, ready to watch them. Does it start right away? Like, as soon as you, as soon as you get the first one, you get, Joe, watch this. and you, Or do you let them back up, <laughs> and then you got to get on it? Uh, they kind of trickle in, and we start yeah. to, we get on as early as we can. I would yeah. imagine you have to. Yeah, because probably a lot. What is the? Is there? Mm-hmm. Can you give a number of like submissions you get? Um, like this year around five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah. And total films. Fifty-four screen. films are screening. Well, right, yeah. Filmmakers, you should feel pretty good about that. Right. That's a pretty <laughs> decent percentage. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that is everything you need to know about the SoCal Clips Indie Film Fest fifth year, sixth year, fourth year, fourth year, fifth year. Oh, the fifth year submissions fifth have just opened speed, up. Yes. Got it. So go and check it out. And uh, I'll be there again on Friday with Oh the Effing Horror, and uh, and I was pretty impressed by this. It's a like a two, it's like a feature length film uh, block of shorts. Exactly, like it's right. an hour and forty five minutes or so, full of full of short films. So you All get your twelve dollars worth. Exactly, it's cheaper than a feature film, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's the same length with more variety, and you're on the studio lot, which I keep saying is pretty cool, mm-hmm. which you'll have to do. All right, Andrew Bourgeois. Leah Shaw, thank you very much for coming. And go check out SoCal Clips in your film fest. Thank you.